You are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and IDE Computers. Now your hosts, Sam Dunham, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, and Josh Harrison. Welcome back to Nerd Overload, the show where we discuss everything in pop and geek culture from April O'Neil to Zero Suit Samus. I'm Sam Dunham. I'm Josh Harrison. I'm Samantha Cross. And I'm Cody Pinnock. We have a great show for you guys today. Thank you again for tuning in. Before we get into the news, we're, as always, we're going to go into what we've been checking out this week. Uh, this week I've been playing a lot of phone games, apparently. Oh, cool. That mobile iOS games. Um, firstly, I was checking out Final Fantasy Record Keeper, which is like, it's a Final Fantasy game with just the battles. Okay. All right. And you play through all the different Final Fantasy games. That's, that have been made. So, you know, one through ten. Well, not ten. Like 13, I guess, probably oh. is about as far as it goes. But it has, it has like, the 16-bit sprites for every character. And it's a, it's a great time killer because you just play some Final Fantasy battles. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You think they could have come up with a better name, like Final Fantasy Record Keeper? It just seems like someone sitting in, like, their cubicle, you know. Yeah. Well, that's... You you live in this universe where you're the keeper of all these Final Fantasy stories. Oh, uh, okay. It still doesn't sound very exciting, though. No, right? no, it doesn't, but... <laughs> Final Fantasy Fight Club. <laughs> but hey, it's, boss battles, you know, that's fun. It's a lot like... Um, well, it's not like... They did a game that had a similar concept before called uh, Final Fantasy All the Bravest, but it was like super microtransactioned and like uh, didn't... And the gameplay was like boiled down to just tapping your screen and watching something happen. So it was really terrible. And then like this game kind of cashes in on the promises that the other one made and failed at. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that sounds interesting. Uh, does it cost? It's free to play, free but to play. there's okay. a premium currency of type course. thing. But... Of course there is. Yeah. But it's not It's not too intrusive. And uh, there's a lot of like equipment management and stat management. Like, if you take a character from Final Fantasy VII and take him into a Final Fantasy VII level, he'll get a boost. Or if you have equipment from that game and go into that game, you get a boost. Okay. Like, a lot of just a lot of cool so stuff it, like it that. It wants you to like synergy. Yeah, yeah, you're synergizing your entire team. But it's a good time killer. And then the other one, um, the Steven Universe Attack the Light game, came out today, and I played that for a little bit. It's basically Steven Universe Paper Mario. Uh, designed for a phone. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I was playing it before, uh, before we all got together. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it's good. And it's it's really well optimized for swipe controls and tapping controls to where you're still you know exploring a dungeon like you would in an RPG game, but you're just swiping through it. It's, it's pretty good. I would recommend it. It's worth the $3. $3. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Okay. I bit the bullet and I started watching the Inspector Gadget uh, new series on after, Netflix. After all you railed about it last week. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so how is it? I don't like it. <laughs> Why are you watching it? Because I have to. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I wonder if I'm being a little overly, overly critical of it. I mean, there are a lot of themes from classic Inspector Gadget in there, like... Uh, uh, Gadget is completely clueless, and Penny saving the day, and Gadget chasing Brain around, thinking he's a disguised mad agent. Okay. Doctor Claw has a nephew named Talon. He's basically evil Penny. 
<laughs> and Penny and him like each other. Of course. Because raging hormones and all that stuff. They're yeah. star-crossed lovers. Yeah, from... pretty much. And um, Penny, uh, she's not so much a little kid anymore, but more of a teen. Of course. It seems more built off the classic series than the, the other series that came out after. Like, they did, They don't have the talking car. Thank goodness. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you do see the classic Gadriel. Hughley as the car. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they do... Oh God! They did. That yeah, was, that was, it that was the L. Hughley. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Mine like a steel trap, buddy. Oh man! They showed the classic Gadgetmobile, and he's like, "To the Gadgetmobile!" And he grabs the door. It's all like all rusted and crappy. Look, because Gadget was retired. Okay. Uh, and then Doctor Claw came back and brought him back out of retirement, and uh, he grabs the door handle, and the whole car just turns to dust. <laughs> oh jeez. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Talon second guesses Dr. Claw's lame plans like he's uh, uh, Scott uh, Seth Green from uh, the Austin Powers movies. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I always liked that character in Austin Powers. It was a good idea to have a... Until the third one. <laughs> yeah, and then things get weird in the third one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't like the animation style. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm all okay with you know, updating characters and everything, but it's just, I don't know. Like I said, it, it probably wasn't made for me. So yeah. sometimes I wonder. There's got to be a little. A lot of a lot of the Netflix kids shows don't seem like they have very wide appeal. Like they're not trying real hard to. Which yeah. is weird because the other stuff they do is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. Yeah, their their kid stuff is not on the level of their other I originals. Mean, which it, are... it's no Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but other than that and Steven Universe on the phone, that's pretty much all I've done. I've been watching a little bit of TV, too. It's mostly all I've been doing. I guess we'll start off with Fresh Off the Boat. It's the new... What's the name of that comedian? It's based that off it's his based book. On? I f- something Con, I think. I don't know. We're going to look it up real quick. Yeah, I'll look it up real okay. quick. Sorry. But it's about... Because he wrote a book that's based on the book of the experience of moving... From was it Washington D.C. to Florida, and it's really good. And being Asian, <laughs> well, yeah, not sticking in this like white, white suburban area. Trying to uh, it's the, the um, life of chef and food personality Eddie Huang. Eddie Huang, I was way off. Yeah. And, that's and, their last name on the show is Khan, I think. Oh. <laughs> okay, and it stars a guy named Randall Park, uh, Constance Yu, <laughs> or Wu, and a bunch of other people. But it's it's very interesting. You don't see very many shows about you know Chinese people's experiences. No, no, you really don't. No. It, it, I, from the what I, I haven't actually watched it, but from like the trailers and stuff, it kind of reminded me of like a. I think it's better than what the trailer shows. Yeah, it kind of remind me of like Goldberg's a little bit. I haven't seen that. Uh, well, Goldberg's was like it's like this family in the the eighties. Eighties. Yeah. yeah, it's I all based that. off this kid's uh, home movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually like the Goldbergs. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's got it has its moments. Yeah. What else can we say about that? It, it's it's set in the nineties. It's set oh, in like yeah. nineteen ninety five. So there's all these really funny references, like the one episode they really wanted the Shack Fu game because they're all yes. really excited about it. That oh, game was perfect. Great. Perfect. <laughs> like obsessed about it and like it sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> After they actually played it. Or like when he first goes to school and sees all the kids eating Lunchables and it's like all, all the, the retro <laughs> Lunchables packaging from when we were kids. Yeah, that's nice. What, I, I forgot yeah, about I that. I feel like I would identify with this show a lot more because I grew up more in the 90s than I did the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like, seriously, that's another reason to watch it. Just because all the weird 90s stuff that you, like, kind of forgot about. They made the Ecto Cooler oh reference. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ecto Cooler. <laughs> Perfect. It's written pretty well. It's funny. The mom is hilarious. Oh. Is is it basically kind of like a, like a comedic look at, like, stereotypes and stuff? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It, it, it gets into that, but it, there's a lot more oh, yeah. going on than that. It's not the most important thing going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. What was that? What did his mom say? That was so funny. Oh, um, she's talking about Caddyshack. I love that movie. Everyone is yelling. It's fantastic. <laughs> what was the other thing I watched? Oh, Danger 5. Was it actually, we didn't know what to watch. So we use Max on Netflix thinking, oh. we usually just do it just what is out that? of curiosity of what stupid oh, yeah, crap it's going to That's only on PlayStation. Oh. What is that? On, play- oh. on PlayStation consoles, there's this utility called I Max. That it's this it's this very you don't know Jack esque voice that runs you through a, a, like a kind a of game. game or a rating thing to help you pick what you want to watch on Netflix it based goes through on what you watched and what you liked and helps you pick something that you might yeah. not have known about. Okay, I, it's weird. It's like a like a game show host that helps you pick what to watch on Netflix. <laughs> oh, what a world we live in! Oh, it's so funny one time. It's like, okay, I think I know you pretty well. I'm just going to pick one and we're going to watch it. And it's freaking Tommy Boy. Yeah, I just started playing Tommy Boy. <laughs> I'm just like, nope. Oh, <laughs> that's a great wait a minute. movie. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. No, we weren't in the mood for, uh, for Tommy Richard. Boy. Yeah. Richard, what'd you do? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> ended up introducing us to a show that for some reason we haven't heard about. Called Danger Five, it is ridiculous, guys. What, it's that in the sixties. Yeah, but they're also fighting Nazis, Nazis. Yeah. in the sixties. Think, think about that one. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't quite make sense. But like their boss is a guy with a big mascot eagle head that has a flashing mouth, <laughs> and there's these. Uh, it's a Hitler's dog. It's a big puppet. <laughs> dog puppet. <laughs> I. You just have to see it because it's hard to yeah, describe. It's, it's very off the wall, like, this is like jokey Darth... action show. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't know if it's ever like, seen. Like Magruder? I don't know what that is. It was a SNL skit that. Oh, got... Magruber. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Magruber. There it is, Magruber. But uh, but no, I I love Danger Five. They were uh, the same guys that did that. Did uh, uh, Italian Spider Man the uh, YouTube series, which is pretty great. And there are a couple of Australian guys. I was on. Um, their version of ABC, I think, or something like that. But no, great show. I think I've seen the first season. I think there's a second season mm-hmm. out now or something like that. But yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, the second season I heard takes it to the 80s instead yeah. of the 60s. Mm-hmm. But I love how they're not afraid to put the weird animal heads on people's bodies. It just kills me <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. Is it kind of like 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 the horse head thing a little bit? Yeah, kind, I think that's part of why it kills me. But like <laughs> the mouse move, <laughs> it's very like solve solve yeah. the moment mm-hmm. or like Darth mm-hmm. Marenghi's you know dark, dark place. place. Yeah, okay. It's like yeah, something that would be right at home out on Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very Thunderbirds. Yeah, too. Uh, okay. Yeah, I love Thunderbirds. We go. But it's supposed to be funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, this week I have only had time for one thing, but man, it was a good one. Uh, I watched the newest episode of The Flash this week. 
Yay, someone other than me. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, the whole reason I watched it was because this episode introduced the villain, the trickster, with Mark Hamill as like there's like two generations of this villain. The whole deal the whole thing reason why this is so cool, there was a flash show from the nineties. I remember watching it. Starring John Wesley Ship. Uh, uh, you know, Barry, uh, Barry Allen's dad. Been, yeah, Barry Allen's <laughs> dad in this show. And on that show, they he never really fought supervillains for most of the series. By the time they decided, we, should, we need to bring in, like, Captain Cold and people like that in, the show was pretty much canceled. But it was they had enough time to bring in a couple, you know, a couple big names in. And one of them was Mark Hamill as the trickster. You know, this crazy guy, James Jesse. He was, you know, did all these pranks and stuff. Kind of the Joker. That's actually where the voice for the Joker from Batman, the animated series, came from. And uh, they decided for this series, The Flash, to do kind of like a Silence of the Lambs style thing with a new trickster running around setting off bombs and stuff. And they have to go to the old trickster from 20 years ago that's been incarcerated, like talk to him through a cell to try to get ideas and stuff. All very Silence of the Lambsy, And we it's should... Mark Hamill. And it's freaking awesome. At this point, I think we should probably say spoiler warnings. We should probably say spoiler warnings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean... There's really not a whole lot to spoil. It to pull a bunch of you know. There's there's there's, there's an, some stuff in the episode. There well, pertaining to the trickster stuff. Yeah. Eventually, it turns out both tricksters were working with each other. The greatest trick. Yes, and they they put in a bunch of Star Wars references and they put in like all this other stuff. It's pretty great. That Star Wars reference was great. Yeah, <laughs> they did a I'm your father thing and yeah. <laughs> Yes, yep. it turns out the kid that he was he's been corresponding with for the past ten years is actually his son. Yeah. But he didn't. But the kid didn't know it. Yeah. But anyways, really good. They uh they had a scene a, a lot of the like the uh, courtroom footage of like the trickers when he was incarcerated was taken from the original Flash series. So you see <laughs> young Mark Hamill in the trickster costume and everything. Which is this ridiculous oh, like man, spandex it's... outfit. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it looks like it did in uh the Justice League Unlimited cartoon <laughs> with the patches all over the place and everything. Yeah, it's pretty re- kind of like Harley Quinny clown. Kind yeah. Of style. Yeah, really good episode. It actually also ties in a little bit to the overarching story with the reverse flash and everything. Yeah, we actually see like who he is and where he came from. Yep, and why um when they tested the blood like samples from why the, it doesn't why match. it doesn't match Harrison Wells because it's not really Harrison Wells. He uses a a super fancy future, future device. Future science, you know, Deus Ex Machina machine that uh overwrites his own uh, reverse Flash's DNA with Harrison Wells, uh, essentially taking his face and, and his entire DNA. Yeah, and it's it's a big cop out, is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, really good episode. There's one thing that's been bothering me about it, and it's been bothering me more and more with this series. Barry Allen keeps telling people who he is. This last episode, he told uh, um, Joe's uh, partner um, Eddie, Eddie, who's and, also Iris's uh, boyfriend. Right, right. Meaning, 99% of the principal cast knows that Barry Allen's the Flash, which, you know, fine, whatever. His dad, At least his dad figured it out on his, his dad, own. Yeah, right. But the thing that I have a problem with is, at this point, why do they keep it from Iris West, the one character that they keep? They all decide, yeah. oh, we have to keep this secret from her, so, you know, not to put her in danger. Well, she's going to be put in danger one way or the other. At least you should. she should know... Why? Yeah. You know? I'll say she was already a target in a previous episode because she wrote the Flash bro- uh, blog. Yeah. And, you know, they keep they keep diminishing her role on the show. Like, at the beginning of the series, she was a strong female character, you know? 
And by the end of this one, do you know what her, her two big lines were? She walks up to Barry and says, something must be really bothering you. You seem like you have a heavy heart. Dinner's almost ready. Oh, oh god that was it oh. that was pretty much it and literally that, and and she and i guess she was at the uh the trickster's big big hoopla thing. yeah she was but, there too but she was just there as a means for the flash to get there the flash was going to get there to stop the villain anyway she doesn't do anything on the show and i don't know why they keep dumbing down the character i dumbing down might be a wrong the wrong term Diminishing, yes, Dimi- diminishing the character. I w- she's turning less out. and less an independent character and They're more and more away a her plot. A- her agency in the story. Yeah, she's yeah. becoming a plot device. Yeah, and yeah. that and that's bothering me. That's bothering me a little bit. But other than that little that well, not little, but that quibble, the show was the episode was really good, and I keep on wanting to watch more. Yeah. So, um, oh, here's one thing uh, that makes me wonder about the episode. Twice now, the Reverse Flash has made comments about how such and such character has been dead for centuries. So, if he is so far ahead in the future, how does he fight Barry Allen? I mean, the Speed Force doesn't make him, like, eternally young, does it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Does it? Uh, in the comics, yeah. Oh, so he does, like, so he could live for centuries? Yeah. And still be the same person? He could, but you got he's from the 25th century. Something happens where he fights the Flash in the past. So, at, so at, at some point... And it's like the butterfly effect. When he got trapped in the past the first time, it altered the future. Well, yeah, and I and I and I get that. But I mean, like, when we first actually saw the Reverse Flash, like, honestly do stuff, mm-hmm. he kept talking about like how we've done this so many times, Alan. All this, all this kind of like stuff, little banter with him. Well, from from what I took from this episode, where they where he pretty much said that you know. In 20 years, you're going to make this particle accelerator. That's going to change the world. That's going to change the world. We need we need it to go faster. We need it to happen sooner. In the original timeline, the Flash didn't turn into the become the Flash until he was like 30, 35. And because the reverse Flash got trapped in the past, he made it so everything happened sooner so he can get yeah. to the future sooner. That's the way I'm seeing it. But still, he's still hundreds of years in the future compared to current events. Even even with the original timeline of Flash becoming Flash 15, Man, 20 years later. I don't know. Time travel is always a really difficult thing to tell in, in storytelling. Yeah. It, you know, it also, it's, it's so easy for you to get sidetracked and bounced true, around. But this also makes me wonder if Thrawn got stuck in the past. Is the Flash he fought at Barry's house, trapped. Also, no, oh, no, no, no. I don't think I don't think that's the case. Anyway, we got to move on because yep. we we can discuss this time travel stuff back and forth. And you know what? There's no real answer because it's all just kind of being made up at the fly anyway. Hashtag time travel. Yeah. How does Doctor Who fit into this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's go on to uh, let's get one news thing here before we take the break. Um. I don't know. You guys want to talk about this? Uh. The the April Fool stuff that's been coming up. Or that that happened here a couple days ago, like the uh, Deadpool thing and some of the other stuff that's been oh, yeah. happening. Okay, yeah. we can talk about that. Yeah. Well, let's. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. All right. So, as per since the internet became what it is now, every year on April Fools, various companies and things release videos or fake products or something, you know, legitimately tricking people. Well, one thing that ended up not being a trick, but it was a very very clever how they did it is the Deadpool movies coming out. Mm-hmm. And Deadpool being a very uh, self-aware comic book character as he is, they made a mock interview with between Ryan Reynolds and Mario Lopez and talking about how the movie was going to be PG-13. Well, as Mario Lopez is, 
is talking to Ryan Reynolds, you see Deadpool walk behind him, grab a stage light, and basically kill him with it. Just bash him with it, yeah. Yeah, and he talked about how Deadpool's going to be rated R. You know, screw you, Mario Lopez. <laughs> yeah. No, not Lo- Mario Lopez. Well, Slater. Slater. <laughs> yeah. He, he's never, Slater's never going to hurt you anymore, Jesse. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great trailer. You should go and check it out. But yeah, it's, um, that was a good trick. That was a good one. That was a good way to announce that. Because I was worried that they were going to make it PG-13. Oh, yeah. And... Well, just like the X-Men movies and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool's not Deadpool if he's not rated R. Pretty much. And that was right. pretty much what Ryan Reynolds has been saying ever since people started talking about a Deadpool movie. Yeah. Is how he championed it to be rated R as hard as he could. Which is great. There are, there are a few... And it would be also to be really nice... Seeing a mature, well, it's Deadpool, so it won't be exactly mature. <laughs> yeah, wrong word. <laughs> yeah. But a, a, a adult, an adult superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. Because last time we had previously known license was Watchmen. Watchmen was. Oh yeah, movie. and and it's not even it's not even that well known. It was a Vertigo, you know, DC it, comic. It wasn't Vertigo. Uh, it was was it actually DC? It predates Vertigo. Does it? Yes. Oh, well, I'm Watchmen not... was eighty six. Vertigo didn't start till around ninety. Oh, okay, yeah. Either way, the more you know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a serious take, and it's even more than that because it's, it's a character that's been thrust into the spotlight of general knowledge. I mean, you've had Deadpool in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. I mean, he's popped up. People know who he is now. In theory, he was in Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> in theory, yeah, in the, be- in the beginning of the movie, and then he turns into Baraka from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, pretty much. It seems like they they're getting Deadpool and the spirit of Deadpool and what it's about down more than almost any other non-Marvel. Yeah, I've had that well, not Non-Disney Marvel movie yeah, ever. I've had that thought too. I mean, we could potentially see Deadpool as the closest, you know, page to screen adaptation of any character. That's a weird thought. I know. Yeah. The fact that... uh. Fox is putting out and that, a superhero movie yeah. that is actually going to be an accurate superhero movie. Yeah, right. No kidding. Mind blown. Yeah. yeah. They released the costume, too, a picture of the costume. Yeah, that's actually so up on the website, nerdoverload.com. Go check it out. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. I looks- think they're going to CG the eyes a little bit. I hope they do. To kind of give it the how his like he might have like facial movement underneath the mask. Yeah. Beyond then just the blank stare of screened white eyes yeah yeah Yeah, they got to do that because in movies if you when they don't it looks ridiculous and it looks like you're watching a power rangers scene (laughs) like the old the original spider-man when he's like on the roof talking to green goblin and they have both don't have any sort of facial movements it looks ridiculous it does look kind of crazy yeah (laughs) i agree with that although i i i I'm not happy about the Power Rangers knock. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Uh, I know. Not I'm, a knock. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, Did you see Deadpool's Twitter account? No. He's only following Hello Kitty. Yes. Yes. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, did you guys see any other uh, April Fool's stuff here before we take the break? Um, Google Maps had Google Pac-Man. You could play Pac-Man on the roads. On, this, re- on, the, on the map streets. Yeah. On the mapped streets, which is cool. Google always does something cool like that, although it wasn't as good as last year's Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that one was great. <laughs> and the Dragon Quest one was really cool, too. The Google Maps 8-bit, where everything looked like <laughs> Dragon Quest. <laughs> there was a new Strong Bad cartoon where he pokes fun at internet April Fool's 
in its entirety. It wasn't like an April Fool's joke like they usually do. They yeah. just made fun of this the, 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 the April the Fool's trope. trope. Yeah, that's come out of April Fool's. Yeah. Uh, you should go watch that. It's pretty good. Well, it's Homestar <laughs> Runner. You got to watch it. Yeah. You know? They don't put out much anymore. So No, they really don't. Yeah. Uh, I saw the Smithsonian uh, had a display of Wonder Woman's invisible jet all day yesterday. It was really accurate. Incredibly yeah. accurate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw a bunch of, in the spirit of how they do everything, a bunch of uh, Think Geek products mm. that they're all fake, which means at some point one or two of them might become real because that's what they tend to do nowadays. Uh, they had a Groot beer. It was yeah. a root beer. That's definitely going to happen. And it oh, came yeah. with a. It came with a energy. Sh- it looked like a five hour energy bottle, but it was called a uh, rocket power or something like that. Yeah. Um. There was Mad Max, Power Wheels, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was pretty great. Yeah. God, there's some. What was some other stuff? They had um, this wrist device called like, it was like an RPG, augmented reality thing that had like a D twenty underneath a bubble, and it had tracked your your health and stuff like that, and it turned the world into an RPG around you. Oh, that's cool. I was like, oh, man. I would legitimately I would, use, like, yeah. a yeah a fitness device that gamifies your... It's kind of like there, there was, a, there was like a running app that if you wore your headphones or something, it made zombie sounds behind Zombies you. Zombies run. Yeah, yeah, I have that one. It's oh, actually you? fun. It's actually isn't, a fun isn't one. Isn't that like a $10 app, though? Uh, not when I got it. Oh. <laughs> it was like two when I got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but no, uh... The other thing, another Google one, I saw they uh, they flipped their um, their search on the on phones. There's actually a uh, a lot of the Google links. It like flipped the screen, <laughs> so you typed everything backwards, and like everything is just displayed in reverse. You know, their everything, even their pages and everything. It was nice. great. No, it was it was great. Gosh. Oh, there was a on thinking there was a, a Voltron cat tower thing. They like you put it together, and it was like a big multicolored Voltron robot nice. for cats to crawl through. Nice, nice. Tumblr had the, what was it? The Tumblr executive suite. <laughs> I saw this. <laughs> what? It changed your Tumblr into like a business. <laughs> and what else did it do? I'm trying to remember. Oh, it, it added a a yellow notepad you could draw on, a calculator, um, some fake news. Fake stock like ticker and fake news ticker. Wasn't, All business related. Yeah. Wasn't there a copier faxer machine that yes. was like that was like clippy kind of? Yeah. <laughs> it would not go away. <laughs> you start scrolling like, hey, how you doing? Getting a lot of business done? Hey, listen. Business stuff. Business, business, business. And then you tell him to go away and he comes back like two seconds Once later. You start scrolling. Yeah, when you see <laughs> you start scrolling. Yeah. How's that break? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, I'm tired of people complaining about April Fool's Day on April Fool's Day. I kind of get tired of that, too. Yeah. Expect it. It's going to happen. It's, it's not like, going away. How allergic to fun are you that that if Google puts up a fun thing for a day, you get mad about it? That's yeah. the thing. Google puts up fun stuff all the time. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can I can kind of see where it's coming from because as you know, because we run the website, we aggregate news and stuff, it's always a minefield to, like, pull news from sites for like True. a couple days after. True. Because you never, because you know, nine times out of 10, it's all made up stuff anyways. And, yeah. a, lot, and a lot of times, a lot of it's really creative to the point where it's like believable. It, oh, I know. And that can, I can see how that can get a little frustrating because it has been a little frustrating, yeah. but yeah, you know what? It's just have lighten up, have a little fun, you know? Yeah. There were, there was people already trying to find ways to get rid of the copy machine on Tumblr. And it's like, just wait. 
because it's going to be gone tomorrow. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, anyways, I think we're going to go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about some more news. All right. Nerd Overload would like to thank IDE Computers for their support. With over 19 years of service, IDE is located on Delaware Avenue, Marion, 387-3376. Nerd Overload is brought to you in part by Replays, gameware, movies, and more. Replays is the place for all your gaming needs, from retro up through current-gen systems and accessories. They even have a free customer rewards program. Mount Vernon Avenue, Marion, across from the Marion Plaza. 751-4072 or online at facebook.com slash replaysmarion.
And we're back. That was I Want a New Drug from Huey Lewis in the News. Wait, nope. That was the Ghostbusters theme by Ray Parker Jr. Because <laughs> <laughs> busting makes me feel good. <laughs> we haven't t- talked about Ghostbusters for this show, so we figured we'll just play the song. Yeah, there we go. There <laughs> we go. Just fit it's it in all there. the time yeah. talking about Ghostbusters. It's iconic. Yep. And speaking of movies, uh, a couple bits here came out uh, about concerning trailers and new movies. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, May is going to be a great month. It is. It really is. Aside the fact that we've got the Age of Ultron film coming out, in the trailer reel for the film, Disney announced that we will get a new trailer for the Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. I am psyched. I am pumped. If I ever needed another reason to go see the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Honestly. It's like, hey, you know that great thing you're probably going to go see? We're going well, to make it even better. Here, Here's another thing you're probably going to want to see. Oh, yeah. man. Putting the Star Wars in my Marvels. Oh, um, I can't handle it. <laughs> Predict yelling. Yeah. 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 Cheers. <laughs> Weeping <Hoots> intensifies. And- <laughs> Hoots and hollers. Yes. God, I remember when I went and saw episode three, people clapped at the end. Oh, they did. Uh, I, did. Well, yeah. I mean, three wasn't as bad as no, the other one. No, but still. They clapping yeah. because it was over. Yeah. <laughs> no. But no, um, it, it'll be awesome. Uh, hopefully, maybe some more of the original cast. Yeah. Maybe popping I, up. That's what I expect. That's what I'm kind of suspecting. And probably some kind of, you know, Cause this is semblance a teaser. of the this plot. Is, yeah. It's this, an actual trailer. This yeah. is the full trailer. This is the first full trailer. So. Is it bad that I'm kind of more excited about the Star Wars trailer <laughs> than I am Avengers? Oh, not at all. Not <laughs> at I all. Because, I mean, I'm excited about Avengers, but Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars is a, is a huge part of, like, especially my childhood, because mm-hmm. I, I wore my VHS tapes out oh, watching Star Wars. Yep. But and, uh, uh, I was going to say, along the same line... Yes, um, uh, in May. Yeah, yep. not to be outdone, Warner Brothers has decided to put a trailer for Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice in front of Mad Max. Cold Fury Road. Road. Colin Fury Road, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to put the superhero teaser in front of this movie that... This movie series... Hyper-violent. That, like, hyper-violent, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see, you know... Mad Max, that's gonna be great. Yeah, that it's, looks great. It's, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird seeing a Mad Max that doesn't have uh, Mel Gibson in it. I'm sure he's gonna pop up somewhere. Oh, it's like a cameo. I'm sure he's yeah. gonna pop up somewhere. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'm happy to see the trailer for Batman v Superman. I yeah, mean, something be... other than that leak Comic Con teaser that's really bad quality. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, It'll give us a whole new cornucopia of things to complain yeah. about. Exactly. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, it's just kind of telling the corporate, you know, the way the two different companies, Disney and Warner Brothers, are thinking about their superhero. That you know, you have, or is thinking about their movies in general. That you know, you have Marvel. They're putting their um, or Disney where they're putting their you best know, foot forward. Best foot forward. You know, they're putting their the thing that everyone's gonna love and is for everybody. Star Wars, along with. Another thing that everyone's going to love and is for everybody. They're both family-friendly 
ish. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're movies that everyone can see. Yeah. yeah. And on the flip side, you have they're putting the Batman versus Superman movie trailer in front of Mad a Max, which is, movie. which is, yeah, a rated R movie that a very narrow margin of people are going to go see. I'm sure it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be great, and I'll go see it. I mean, but, Mad Max is a cult classic. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean... It's more niche than it is. Yeah, it's a very, thing. Yeah, it, it's yeah. not like it's not like they put like you know the the Dawn of Justice trailer in front of something more like I don't know uh, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, or a, a new Matrix movie or something. Right. Yeah, it'll be definitely interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Ghostbusters was is Sony. That was a bad example. Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> it, it, they understood. They got it. They got the idea. You get the idea. But also the fact that uh, speaking of other movies and franchises that are going to be terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stephen Amrill of Arrow fame. Uh, Amel? Amel. Yes, yeah, sorry. I, I always mess up his name. Stephen Arrow. <laughs> yeah. Arrowman. St- <laughs> Stephen Man. <laughs> Emerald Esquire. <laughs> is going to play uh, Casey Jones, the hockey mask wearing uh, sports themed vigilante in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. And I heard that it's uh, the tagline is uh, half shell. Oh, really? Turtles two half shell. Ugh. Something what? like that. Yeah, because there's a uh, there was a scene that they shot with a bunch of basketball players. It uh, was like um, Will Arnett sitting courtside with like the, his love interest in the movie. I don't know why they're making Will Arnett like the main character of this movie, but whatever. It's <laughs> better than Megan Fox. Yeah, very true. But uh, um, yeah, one of the basketball players was doing an interview and said, "Yeah, oh, I'm probably gonna get." He said like something about half shell, and then said, "I'm probably gonna get in trouble for that." So that's either the the working title or something. Huh. Yeah. Maybe they'll just call it heroes in a half shell. Yeah, that that's that's probably more likely. But anyway, yes. Why, Steve... why are basketball players in it? Is it gonna be like Ninja Turtle Space Jam? Yes. Yeah. I, I would watch that too. Yeah. That would be pretty great. Yeah. The, the turtle, part... turtles versus the monsters. Yeah, it's like the uh, um, uh, cameo from the first t- Turtles two with Vanilla Ice. Oh, trying yeah. to match that. Go We're... Ninja, go Ninja, go. go. I wish I'd have played that for the break. Oh, oh well, that's all right. Anyway, getting back to the topic at hand, Stephen Amell as Casey Jones. What do you guys think? Not really a stretch. <laughs> no, it, I mean character-wise, it's not. It is not a stretch because the CW's portrayal of the Green Arrow is he's Casey Jones with me things versus Casey and Jones money. Yeah. in money yeah. versus Casey Jones with a bad haircut and a golf bag full of miscellaneous sports equipment. I mean, it's good casting. Better casting than I'm used to hearing out of Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, Produced films. Yeah. Michael Bay steals things from your childhood movies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think they're trying to go with who's popular and current right now. They're trying anyway. Exactly. Um, Yeah. I don't know. That first movie was so bad. Do you think there's going to be gratuitous shirtless working out montages? Probably. Probably. It's a Michael Bay movie with <laughs> Stephen Amell. Yeah. He'll, he'll do. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll be doing salmon ladders again. Yeah. yeah. I always make jokes about him training for Ninja Warrior when we're watching Era. Because <laughs> that's what it looks like he's doing. I know. They make multiple references to it, like in the first and second seasons. Like Felicity is always walking in when he's doing it. Yeah. Because like, I could just stand here forever. Oh, jeez. But she does. Getting back to this, as long as he has the, the black mullet that Casey Jones has from like the nineties yeah. movies and the comics and stuff. I'm happy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I love the, I love the original Casey Jones so much, especially his fight with Raphael in, oh, the, fir- yeah. in the first movie. Oh yeah. Elias Cotillas was a, uh, did a really good job. Oh, it was so that. good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. 
And also, that movie is so quotable because like half his quotes are the his, are the one the best ones are his. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of Stephen Amell and CW shows and stuff like that, did you guys hear about this? Um, they're doing a third spinoff of Arrow and Flash. The Arrowverse. Uh, yeah, the Arrowverse. They're, they're doing another one. It keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, eventually Everything it's going to be like CWDC channel or whatever. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that's fine. I mean, yeah, they're I'm, doing good. I'm happy with it. Yeah, I mean, they, as the, long as they keep putting stuff out. The Winchester brothers join Justice League Dark. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyways, yeah, this show is going to be a bunch of backup characters from a lot of their previous shows. Like, it's going to be led by Brandon Ralph, who's been the Adam. Uh, previously Superman and, you know, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other stuff. And um, the cast actually includes Captain Cold and uh, uh, Heat Wave from Flash. Oh, okay. They're actually going to be so, part of it. So the, the, uh, the, they get their prison break in. Yeah, yeah. Prison <laughs> right. <huh. laughs> and uh, they recently cast a couple more people in it. Uh, let's see. The actress's name is Sierra Renee. She's uh, been basic, pretty much a uh, um, Broadway Actress. She hasn't really okay. done any kind of TV, but they've cast her as Hawk Girl, which is a very interesting choice. Like they're definitely playing on the the Justice League cartoon, yeah, from the from the nineties, yeah. And, and actually, the New Fifty Two reboot Hawk Girl is uh, Latina. Oh, and that's and uh, Mr. so she's not also. so yeah. she's not Themagarian. No, so the wings aren't real. Wings aren't real. Actually, so, they are real. They are magic. Oh, so the so she's not quite Hawkman, but she's not. The original heart. It's girl. something different, yeah. Okay. Basic, but I mean the, the the same thing is still there. Chick with wings, giant mace hits things really hard. Yeah, as long as That's she keep, keeps screaming like Xena when she goes to hit things, I, I'm, I think I'm okay <laughs> with that. Yeah. And the other uh, casting, and this is a weird one. This is a really kind of a deep cut for this kind of show. It's a character called Rip Hunter. He was uh, created back in the '60s. He's a time traveler. Uh, they haven't really done anything with him in years. The last thing they did was a uh, Booster Gold. A comic from a few years ago. And where Booster Gold is also a time traveler. A time traveler. Anyway, they cast Arthur. <laughs> Arthur. Arthur Danville. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think that's his name. Yeah. Um. He. Well, everyone knows him as Rory from, from Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yeah. And they cast him as Rip Hunter, this time traveler guy, and they've uh, described the character as a Han Solo esque type character who goes through time and solves crimes. Um. Time cop. Time cop. <laughs> <laughs> He's a time cop. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think it's good casting. Oh yeah. I yeah. also I love seeing uh, actors that I love from other things doing other things. Yeah. yeah. I'm just you know he's getting work and he's growing his uh, portfolio. His por- <laughs> I guess his body of work. Yeah. You know, not being just pigeonholed into one thing. Yeah. Well, time travel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. There is that. But at least this time he gets to play the time traveler. Yeah. Not the. the well, hang- he time traveled yeah. with well, the, the hanger on. Well, you. You know what I mean. I know. I don't he know. He play the doctor instead of the, the companion this time. This is true. This is true. I mean, he, he does seem to have really good uh, acting range. You know, he's great in Doctor Who, the various different types of roles he played in Doctor Who. Mm. Uh, he was a, a creepy priest in Broadchurch with David Tennant. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. Well, anyway, here's the, uh, yeah, I, I will too. I mean, yeah, you know what? They, they're two, CW is two for two. Oh, I know, you know? right? It's, I'll give it a shot at least. But here's the rep, the rest of the cast. Brandon Routh, of course, uh, Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell. They were the uh, guys from The Flash, and they were from Prison Break and that yep. stuff. Uh, Katie Loltz was Black Canary, one of the Black Canaries. 
Oh, the one that died, I think. The first one? Yeah, the first oh. one. Oh, yeah. She's been cast as Black Cat Canary in this. I don't know. Huh. I don't know how they're gonna pull that off, but I'm sure they will. I'm sure. I'm sure it ties into something. Maybe that's gonna happen at the end of Arrow yeah. or something. She'll be not really dead Spoiler. a second time. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lazarus Pit. Yeah. Yeah. They also have uh, Victor Garber, who is the uh, Professor Stein half of Firestorm. Okay. Uh, because Firestorm's two guys merged into one. Yeah. Um, they haven't cast Robbie Amell yet. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm sure he's coming. Oh yeah, he'll have. I'm to sure be. he'll show up. And there's actually one more that they haven't cast anyone yet, and it's um, the description reads: uh, "Mystery hero, an African American male in his twenties, will fill the role of a regular street smart guy who unexpectedly gains powers, and then, as part of the team, regularly quips about the insanity of the situation." That sounds an awful lot like Green Lantern. It really yeah. does. That sounds a lot like how, uh, John Stewart, Green Lantern. A lot. I really wanted Diggle to be John Stewart. Well, yeah. That that would still be cool. And if yeah. it's got Hawk Girl in it, it's gonna it's gotta have Yeah. Yeah, Green again, Lantern. like I said, yeah, play, playing Stewart. on the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, they uh when uh Warner Brothers announced a whole bunch of their their lineup of movies a while back, they uh, announced a Flash and Green Lantern team up movie and then came turned around and said some of these might be just for T V. So this could lead into a Flash hmm. and Green Lantern made for T V movie with this character and you know I'd watch it. What's his name? Ronnie Joe from The Flash. I don't know the oh, actor's oh, oh, name. Oh, 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 Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. Ronnie Joe. Ronnie Joe. Yeah. But uh, but no, they're describing this. <laughs> Donnie Flashman. <laughs> but anyways, they're describing this show as kind of like Magnificent Seven or like Ocean's Eleven kind of thing. So it's like these different, you know, people from different walks of life all kind of coming together as kind of a. As a, for a common purpose. For a, for a caper. Yeah. Yeah. It's an ensemble cast superhero show. Yeah. And. That's going to be great. Yeah. It's, it's the next logical progression from the Flash and Arrow shows, I think. Yeah, I mean, some of the best Flash and Arrow episodes were the crossovers with Flash and Arrow in the episodes. Yeah. I mean, I like it when they when they, when they they kind of throw them together like yeah, the, the characters and stuff from the different shows. Yeah, yeah. Then they're you know they're making continuity and developing the that universe that yeah they're every, crea- creating a world yeah, yeah. that every uh, fr- every franchise owner wants to do now yeah <laughs> yeah and you know between that and you know they're still doing that animated series for their web for Vixen for yeah for Vixen for their uh, for the CW web whatever they called it yeah um, I don't remember what it was called. yeah but uh but they're actually doing a really good job and it. I don't understand why they don't put this into the movies. Yeah, I let know. these it, people do the movies. It, it's it's yeah. kind of ridiculous that the that the that the the Warner Brothers DC TV verse is getting more right than the big budget movie universe. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it's it. It's because Zack Snyder sucks. <laughs> 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 to be super blunt about it, yeah, Zack well, Snyder you know is the worst. <laughs> I've been a Zack Snyder defender for a while, but I yeah I can't yeah. Watchmen was good, but you know that's really about yeah. It. That's pretty much where I'm where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um, other TV that's was adapted from comics. You guys know more about this than I do, but Attack uh, on Titan. Yeah, the uber popular uh, Japanese anime of giant monsters eating people is getting a live action TV series in Japan. So on top of the video game announcement and the and the the movie announcement with the trailer that's come out. A TV series is coming out. Yep. What would be like your two sentence pitch for what Attack on Titan is? Because I'm sure there are some listeners out there that don't know what it is. Japanese Walking Dead. So, it kind of is. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I get, yeah. You know what? You're right. You're kind right. of. Japanese Walking Dead. I mean, the t- kaiju. Yeah. The, 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 the Titans, they are, they are kind of zombies. 
I mean, they eat people yeah, for no obvious reason exactly. other than to make really horribly creepy things in my dreams um, <laughs> in a steampunk-esque kind of world okay. with parkour and razor blades. Yeah, razor blade Spider-Mans. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, they really yeah. are. They yeah, I know. Yeah, I've seen – I don't know much about this this show or this comic or well, whatever, I mean, but if, if I you're, know enough. If you're into anime and you're kind of maybe into it – Even a, not. I mean, it's not super – Well, yeah. It's yeah. not super it – I, w- I would recommend this to, to anybody yeah, even it's if not, you it, don't like yeah, anime. Yeah, it doesn't really have yeah. a lot of anime tropes in it. Yeah. But, you know, it's got that whole, you know um, – It's written very well and has a lot of – deals with – actual emotions and stuff like yeah like, the characters feel like real people yeah versus characters okay do you think this can translate well into live action since that's what the news uh, is i guess i i think it's going to take some pretty decent special effects which i don't know if they'll have the budget for <laughs> i don't know man it's like it's it's really it's huge in japan right now they're yeah. using it for marketing and granted it's japan and they do that for everything. yeah there was like a hyundai commercial yeah where, where with, like the, with, with the colossal titan like ate, ate a car or something yeah uh, and a dude dancing around in a morph suit. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's Schick razors, the Attack on Titan razors, I think. Really? Yeah, it's, I think I saw some at uh, at Indiana Comic Con. <laughs> but no, but the global popularity of Attack on Titan. I mean, I know so many people that are all about it. Oh, you can't go to a convention. Oh God, no! Oh, up yeah. Like. See, see me the 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 Jaegers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they're called. They're which is German for hunter. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's basically you can only defeat a titan by hitting its weak spot in the back of its neck. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's one of the animes that get really big, but it's actually good. It's not like it's not like a Naruto or like Inuyasha where it's hugely popular with anime fans and that's it. Like you kind of have to be an anime fan to enjoy it. This I think has has a mass appeal okay. that I think anybody could get into, and I would recommend it to anybody. Oh yeah, I mean it. It like I said, Japanese Walking Dead probably is the best analogy for it. I mean the the stories, the the way characters interact, because it's how they live in their world versus what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you know, and Japan's been getting better about translating their uh, manga and animes into live action. I mean, it not... used to be real bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, it used to be terrible. But they've definitely been getting. I think they've kind of reached a point where they just kind of throw things out the window and try to make it as close to their source material as they can. And that, you know, that's the best way to, to make people happy. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the only way you're going to make everybody happy. Yeah. But yeah, but we'll definitely see in uh, probably like Crunchyroll or something. We'll stream it all. Oh yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and I think the last thing we gotta have here on the docket is uh, Nintendo Direct. Yeah, we, we Ooh, can go. Boy. Yeah, we That's... can go straight from Attack on Titan show to game. That's okay. one of the things in the Direct is uh, Nintendo and Atlas are publishing the Attack on Titan 3DS game in America. Yeah. I think it's a download only thing, but it still kind of surprised me. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah, Nintendo usually doesn't back licensed things like that but they're they put their name on it especially kind of violent yeah oh yeah it, it's violent and disturbing hmm. interesting but it looks like a cool game and it's got a uh, cooperative multiplayer so you can take down titans together oh that's cool that's cool but uh that wasn't nearly the biggest thing that no, came out just... of the Nintendo direct <laughs> that was just the best segue yeah <laughs> Uh, there, there was all kinds of craziness. The Nintendo Direct is is a thing they do every three or four months, where Nintendo like announces, quarterly, right? Something yeah, like that. yeah. 
Nintendo like their press releases. Yeah, the, all their new stuff they're going to have for the year. Or for the season. That quarter, I guess. It's probably quarterly. It's probably a big business thing like that. Yeah. But they, they opened with a bunch of Smash Brothers stuff, which, you know, everybody loves Smash Brothers. Everybody, everybody loves Smash Brothers. They, they opened with some footage of Mewtwo as a DLC character. Which we knew was coming. Yeah. We did know that one was coming. But we hadn't seen it before then. Yeah. I think we'll get a Mega Evolution yeah. Mewtwo. Yeah. yeah. That's Smash is uh, Mewtwo Y. Oh, yeah. okay. I was just going to make a joke, but okay. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a legit thing. And then su- they surprised everybody by revealing uh, Lucas <laughs> from uh, the Mother Earthbound series. Yeah. Who was in Melee is coming back for Smash Brothers 4 Wii and 3DS. I that's really good. I really wish they would have called it something else. Um, well, you can just call it Smash 4. Yeah. Because I, I, I get the pun. You know, it's Smash Brothers 4 Wii U and 3DS. Smash 4. Four. Yeah, it's also I the fourth in the se- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. it. It took me a while to catch it, but I, I, yeah. But no, Lucas. That's gonna. I mean, it's another clone character, basically. It's yeah. the same as uh, Ness, but you know, people like the character. Yeah, I'm... some people like the character way more than they should, probably. Yeah. Like I said, I have never played the Mother Earthbound games, like ever. Me neither. You both should. I yeah. say this every time. You really should. Yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're good stuff. I have trouble getting really excited about these because they're both characters that we've seen before in the other game. Yeah, give us new stuff. Right? Yeah. That is kind of one thing they did. So speaking of that. Yeah. yeah, there's the new, there's costumes for your, new costumes for your me. And there's, what what new stuff? You look oh, like you're gonna, leading me towards something. They're opening up a ballot. Oh, yeah, to vote for <laughs> what character you want. I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're opening Smash Ballot where everybody's voting for the character they want in the game. Yeah. They haven't guaranteed that whatever wins will be in the game, but... Uh, it'll probably be, like, the highest one that Nintendo can get the license to. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely, like, a testing waters kind of... Yeah. And everybody gets one ballot. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. Yeah. Flip, flip. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, uh, it, it really kind of opens it up. I I've seen people, um, you know, I've seen Twitter go nuts over like um, Goku. Yeah, yeah, yeah Goku. Goku. Yeah, that's, <laughs> well, th- th- those are being jerks though. That's dumb. I don't know, but uh, I've seen people with. It's dumb that it would be in Smash Brothers because that's not a video, it's not natively a video game character. Okay, you're making a face at me. I know. <laughs> this is radio. You they can't they can't hear your face. Well, okay, my grumpy cat face is Goku wanting to punch me in his face. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> I think they should put Goku in it just so people stop asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've seen a lot of people say um, um, Simon Belmont from Castlevania. That'd be awesome. I've seen people go Bomberman. That'd be cool. That would be good. Yeah, he's yeah. a good fit. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot, a ton of people go uh, Shovel Knight. And that's, if anything, that's probably what it's going to end up being, I bet. Yeah, I... I... I would be stoked. Shovel, Shovel Knight would be the 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 solid snake of the series. Yeah, yeah, but no. And you also mentioned something about the the D- DLC me uh, costumes too. Yeah, you different costume, just new new clothes you can get if you buy the DLC, and some of it is based on off of uh, other Nintendo characters like yeah. Link costume. The Proto Man costume looks really good. Yeah, and, and then there's stuff like a monkey suit and a cat suit too. Yeah, the monkey suit has a uh, wooden stick. It's a it's a, oh. it's, it's a sword. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 for the sword me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like the the Sun Goku. Uh, well, he journey. just he just looked like a monkey though. Well, yeah, he's the Monkey King. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. But anyway, and they're they're pretty reasonably priced too, right? Yeah, this is only a couple bucks for the costumes, I think. And then, 
Uh, Mewtwo was like five bucks for both in both games if you didn't register it on Club Nintendo. Yeah, which I, yeah. Did, womp, I didn't womp. do. Oh, bummer. Well, I'm, it doesn't matter. Club Nintendo is not around. No, it's still around. You just can't register anything. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on from that, um, was there like something about Splatoon? Um, there was a new, a couple new modes. I think. Oh, there was Amiibos for Splatoon too. Oh, okay, I didn't see. I that. I really want to play that. It looks yeah. fun. It looks like a lot of fun. It also looks insane. Yeah. Uh, in case you don't know, Splatoon is a team-based uh, shooter, loosely a shooter, mm-hmm. with squid people where you squirt colored ink around and you can travel through the ink and attack your enemies of a different color. Yeah, the yeah. goal is to get like the most of the map painted your color, right? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's that's kind of that's I mean, fun. it looks a lot of fun. Yeah. It really does. And the character design is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I it, love it, those it's squid cute. kids. It's yeah. cute. But yeah, the amiibos. There's a boy squid, girl squid, and then just the regular squid form. Yeah, and it comes in a three pack, so you don't have to hunt them all down. That's awesome! <laughs> Yay! That, that's really awesome. Yeah. I'm happy about that. Uh, speaking of amiibos, there's also a Yoshi, uh, a couple of different versions of Yoshi made entirely out of yarn. Yeah, it's like an amiibo plushie or like an amiibo beanie baby. Yeah, and that's with the uh, the Yoshi Woolly World. I think this is the yeah. game name. Where it's, it's so adorable. Oh, so is it kind of like like Kirby's Epic Yarn? Or yeah, something? except yeah. it's plushies instead you of like, just like knitted stuff. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's, it's knitting uh, Kirby, but with Yoshi. <laughs> yeah. I'm it excited. looks. It looks like. I a bet lot you of are. I bet you are. You are the the yarny crafty one yes. of the group. <laughs> and it's, they announced there's a mode in it called Mellow Mode, where if the game gets too hard, you just flip that on, and you're basically invincible. Oh, that's awesome! Just float around. It's yeah. kind of like the uh, the the white uh, leaf from uh, the most recent Mario. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's one of those like super guide helpy things, but yeah. it's good for kids. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Plus, you know, it keeps you from being, you know raging out and breaking your really expensive uh, Wii controller. <laughs> or you just find it patronizing when you die a lot and it pops up. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. Thank you very much. I can do this. It's kind of like those... Uh, like, like boy. Like the, <laughs> I want to play a big boy game. You know, kind of like those certain games where if you get stuck too much on one spot, do you want to turn the difficulty down? I, I've, I've had games yeah. ask me that before. I'm like, yeah, no, I I've can had do that. it. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it myself. <laughs> Uh, was there anything else that came out from uh, from um, the Mario Rick? Kart? Oh yeah, Mario Kart is, is uh, cranking up the CCs to for, for the first time 200 CC. Oh, that's awesome! It, it is so insane. yeah, insanely <laughs> fast looking. That's awesome. So does that mean is it's going to be built onto the existing uh, yeah, Mario it's, Kart? It's a free update to Mario Kart 8 that makes it 200 CC, and it looks nuts. Yep, and you, there's going to be more amiibo support support too, right? Yeah, yep. The amiibos from Smash Brothers will unlock more costumes than they already. Oh, I was kind of hoping maybe for more characters. We're getting uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah, that, they soon. announced that a long time ago. Yeah. The, they moved it forward. Actually, it comes out the end of this month instead of next month. Yeah. Okay, so we get Link and Animal Crossing. Yeah, which I wouldn't be surprised after this if they do it again, do like more, with more yeah more characters. I'm really surprised they haven't put Captain Falcon in it yet. Yeah. It, I think it's coming. Oh, yeah. He, uh, original racing character in a racing game? Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, they put his car in it. I yeah. mean, yeah. they should just turn this into Super Smash Racing. Basically, I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner. Honestly. I've said for a long time they should expand the Smash line out to different things like sports games or racing oh, games. Oh, man. Smash a, Baseball would be amazing. Smash Baseball would be awesome. Smash Party. Oh, Think of yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like Mario Mario Party style with like... Uh, uh, Smash characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That'd be a lot of fun. I, I could see him continuing to support like Mario Kart for as long as the Wii U goes. Yeah. Because that's not like they're going to make another one. They never make more than one per This is, this is true. And if this, and if this DX thing is an add-on instead of a... Um, or the uh, NX. A new, uh, the NX, whatever it's called. DX. The DX, yeah. <laughs> now, the NX, I've heard uh, some reports that it might actually be a, an, addition, an add-on to the uh, existing Wii U's. Huh. Because it's coming out so close to the Wii U's launch. Yeah. I mean, the Wii U's only been around for like three, two or three years. If that, two and yeah. a half. Yeah. But say systems typically have a shelf life of about what? Four. It used to be four years, but this last one was like a decade. Yeah, it was like 10 years. Yeah. Almost. Was there any other big news? Uh, the new quick? Fire Emblem looked really cool. Because usually in Fire Emblem, you create a character that's part of the story, but not the main character. Mm-hmm. And this one... You are the main character. Very cool. And you have a choice between two like warring factions you can be, which changes up the formula for Fire Emblem. I was say that sounds yeah. kind of like a like a, like Sakodin. Mm, but more Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sakodin's yeah. more of like a traditional JRPG, whereas mm, true Fire Emblem's strategy. Oh. I forgot my favorite part of the whole thing. Oh my god! There's yes. a patch coming for Codename Steam that makes the alien turns faster. Hey, all right. <laughs> listen to your cries. Yeah, which I <laughs> joked about it. I'm like, the only thing I want is a patch that makes <laughs> Codename Steam faster, and then they did it. Oh, they added, well, you know, they what? added more water. You know what that means? Yeah. Nintendo was listening to our show. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo was listening to our show. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> so thank you, Nintendo, and thank you all for listening. I think this is the end of the show. <laughs> Again, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can check us out online at nerdoverload.com or facebook.com uh, slash nerdoverload website. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Twitter, uh, nerd. Is it nerd underscore overload? It is nerd o- underscore overload. Yes. Confirm. So get, get in touch with us. Ask us questions. Yes, uh, please. Ask whatever. us questions. I, we want feedback. Yes, definitely. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. Yeah. We will discuss it. Thank you again for listening, and we will be back next week at 9. This show has been brought to you by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and IDE Computers.